You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joe Nan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they all got started in the game, and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, everybody? I hope you guys are doing really, really, really well. As always, we're just so happy to be here in the studio with y'all. It is such a beautiful day outside today in Guelph, Ontario. Um, today is snowing pretty hard outside, and uh, I honestly, I feel really good being inside the studio. It just has this coziness to it, like, more than usual. So, yes, today is a beautiful day, and... Um, yeah, man, it is officially the day before Valentine's Day. So just as a uh, word of advice and weekly slash daily dose of motivation for all of you guys out there, yo, make sure you tell someone who you really, really love. It could be a friend or a family member or it could be your partner. Just tell them how much you love them because you never really know what's going to happen in the future. And uh, one thing that I've learned personally in my life is that no matter how many times or how much you tell someone that you love them and that you appreciate them, it is truly not enough. And uh, you have to honestly show your appreciation to that one person that you really, really do appreciate. And honestly, when you do that, personally, you feel so much better. I don't know what it is to it, like what the mechanism, like the biological, physiological mechanism behind it is. But whatever it is, it works. You feel good. The other person feels good. And you both feel appreciated. So happy Valentine's Day ahead of hand. And I hope you guys have a great day tomorrow and also have a great day today. Okay, so y'all, okay, um, talking about something else. I know it is February and um, a lot usually happens in February, especially for, I can speak on behalf of all students out there, especially university students out there. Um, next week is officially most people's reading week. So uh, I can say personally that we're all really excited. But also, again, another word of advice is that make sure that you're resting pretty, pretty hard, but also working pretty hard because it is is a very important opportunity for you to have a whole week to yourself but you have to make sure that you balance that rest and work aspect of your life okay so yes uh that was uh, all i wanted to say with regards to that um yeah talking about my personal week this week oh, man this week was one of the busiest weeks that i had personally but it was okay because you know, all that matters is that I'm here with you guys right now. I, I've done the hard days uh, earlier in the week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy. This is Thursday. You have no idea how happy I am. Tomorrow's Friday and today is Thursday. Anyway, so enough of that. Uh, you guys already know uh, with February, there's so many great things that usually happen in the world of combat sports. One of the big ones, I should say, already took place over this past weekend. Uh, you guys already know we had a numbered pay-per-view card from the UFC. We had UFC 247 take place over this past weekend. It happened in Houston, Texas. 
You guys already know it was headlined by actually an interesting fight between John Jones, the light heavyweight champion of the world, and his title challenger, Dominic Reyes. So we did break down this whole uh, main card on our previous episode last week. But today, you know, like usual, combat sports events are just so exciting that no matter how hard you try to break them down prior to the event, you almost always have to reminisce and again break down what happened in 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 the matches and in the fights because sometimes what you predict doesn't always happen and actually with this particular fight card um it, it, yeah, like I said, it is pretty interesting. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit more today. So yes, we're going to be reminiscing a little bit about um, that whole fight card between uh, that was headlined by John Jones and Dominic Reyes. We're going to be talking about the difference of opinions when it comes to some of the decisions that were made by the judges on fight night. And uh, just talking about what happened overall. So, yes, stay tuned for that. But also, in addition, this upcoming weekend, yes, the UFC does not disappoint because we're going to be having yet another fight night, uh, another UFC fight night. That, But this time is happening in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. And interestingly enough, I feel like this fight hasn't been marketed enough because it's actually, when I looked at it, it is a pretty interesting uh, bout overall. So it is going to be headlined by an interesting fight between, uh, excuse me, uh, Corey Anderson and Jan Blokovic for a light heavyweight bout. And uh, it, is, it is going to be pretty interesting. Both guys are um, rising in the light heavyweight division. Whoever wins this fight, they're potentially going to put themselves next as to um, getting a title shot potentially against the current light heavyweight champion, John Jones and no spoilers because uh, if you have if you didn't watch uh, the John Jones and Dominic Reyes fight over this past weekend now by what I just said you're probably gonna know who won that fight but it's okay I feel like we definitely still need to talk about all the things that led up to that fight and all the things that took place prior to that decision that was announced pronouncing John Jones as the winner of that bout against Dominic Reyes anyways so uh, with Without losing any more time, now let's get started. I'm so excited to talk about all the things that I just said. But also, you guys, this this week has been so eventful, even with regards to some of the um, MMA headlines and boxing headlines. So uh, we're going to be talking about one of those things today. It was actually announced uh, about two days ago. So we're just going to break it to you guys if you haven't heard about it already and talk about um, what this um, breaking news actually means and what implications it would have in the future. So now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so here we go now. I'm just trying to get my show show tag ready and here we go. Let's get started. Oh yeah. Okay. So Adam, it had definitely been a while since we played that, but uh, I kind of miss it. I really do like um, playing it. It's just gives TKO that like it just takes it to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay. So first things first, I really do want to talk about that headline that I just mentioned. So in case you haven't heard, Manny Pacquiao, uh, boxing's legend, should I say. 
has officially signed with Conor McGregor's um, fighting promotion team called Paradigm Sports Management Team, should I uh, put it in a, in a more correct term. So Manny Pacquiao has signed with Paradigm. And uh, this was just recently announced. And since then, a lot of rumors have come out, my friends. People are saying that Manny Pacquiao is going to be having a potential boxing fight against Conor McGregor because why else, out of nowhere, would he sign with Paradigm Sports Management? Why wouldn't he sign with the money team like Floyd Money Mayweather's promotion? Or why wouldn't he fight? Why wouldn't he sign with Eddie Hearns's promotion? You know, so, there's so many other well-established um, sports management slash boxing promotions that are already out there. So it definitely does beg the question: Why would Manny Pacquiao, someone who has so much experience in the game already? And, uh, you know, when you have this much experience in the world of boxing, it's not just about you, you know, like having developed your boxing skills and just being good inside the ring. You also need to develop some other uh, non-sports related skills and experiences, including some of the things that are um, related to the business aspects of things. So you have to know who to trust as your manager. You also have to know you know, what would be what would be some of the criteria in a good uh, promotion team, in a good promotion and sports management company? So like I said, personally, I feel like there are other promotion teams that Manny Pacquiao could have signed with. However, he chose Paradigm Sports Management. And uh, like I said, as of right now, this was just announced. So we can't say for sure that Manny Pacquiao is going to be fighting Conor McGregor. However, this is my personal take on it. Listen, if the fans wanted, this fight would actually take place. However, think back. Let's just all step back and think back on what have been some of the accomplishments that both parties, meaning Conor McGregor and Manny Pacquiao, have each made to the world of boxing. Okay, so Manny Pacquiao, like I said, there's no doubt in the fact that he's truly a legend in the world of boxing, taken from all the all the well-noted fights that he has had, including the fight that he had a few years back against Floyd Manny Mayweather, the fight that created so much um, marketing and pay-per-view buys. And it was indeed, I think, the fight. It was called the fight of the century because of how many um, tickets that were sold, how many pay-per-views that were sold. So that was definitely a fight to watch and a fight to remember. Uh, however, um, Manny Pacquiao, he, he is an interesting figure because I feel like he's always been overshadowed by another superstar in whatever weight division he was fighting at at the time. So, like I said, when he, when he fought Mayweather, I truly do think that Mayweather, because of that, um, uh, because of all the other things that you know, his charisma and uh, all the other things that he that he had at the time, and the fact that a lot of people argued that Mayweather was the person who was at his prime at the time. I feel like Mayweather definitely overshadowed the greatness of Manny Pacquiao. So 
well, regardless of what stage of his career he he would be at, I feel like Manny Pacquiao wouldn't be truly showing what he is capable of. However, now that most of those people, including people like Mayweather, have stepped out of the game, well, you know, on and off, even if if even if he does say that he has retired from the game but comes back like six months later, it's still okay because he's not like actively fighting. So yes, we can. I guess, logically, um, do say that Mayweather has officially retired from the game and now the the, the scene is a, a bit more cleared up for Manny Pacquiao to step up his game and shine once again and show the world, not just the boxing world, but, but, but also the combat sports world, what he is truly capable of. So I feel like this is definitely the chance, the opportunity for Manny Pacquiao to come out there and shine, show the world what he's capable of. And um, I feel like this, if this fight actually does take place between Pacquiao and McGregor, it will be all uh, for the for the advantage of uh, Manny Pacquiao. However, what I do want to point out is that, listen, guys. Conor McGregor has only had one previous professional boxing fight. And you guys already remember that fight took place in 2017, again, against Floyd Money Mayweather. And that fight as well, it generated a lot of pay-per-view buys, pies, guys. Okay, uh, and also sold out arenas. And uh, it was one of, again, another big fight that took place in the world of boxing. It was really important because it almost married the world of mixed martial arts where Conor McGregor is from originally and the world of boxing. So because of that, a lot of people tuned in and it was such an interesting fight to watch. However, again, we know what took place in that fight because McGregor came out uh, in an okay performance. However, ultimately he was defeated by Floyd Money Mayweather. And um, the, his uh, current professional boxing record is zero and one, meaning that he, all of his out of all the fights that he's had, he's only lost all of them. And that that uh, by meaning all, I mean that one fight that he had against Floyd Manny Mayweather. Now, you be the judge of this whole thing. On one hand, you have Manny Pacquiao, who has had so many years of experience in the world of boxing, versus. Conor McGregor, who's, uh, I, I wouldn't deny the fact that he's really successful in the world of mixed martial arts. However, when it comes to boxing, I feel like it wouldn't be wise for him to fight um, Manny Pacquiao because Manny Pacquiao, he's definitely got uh, more advantages in this fight than him. And I just don't think that it'll be good for him, uh, good for Conor McGregor, meaning given that he does have this fight and he doesn't perform well. And I feel like this is a critical time uh, in Conor McGregor's overall combat sports career um, because he recently just won a fight in the UFC against Donald Cowboy Cerrone. And I feel like it will be for his best interest if he decides to put more of his focus back into MMA rather than boxing, you know, rather than jumping back and forth between MMA and boxing. I re- I feel like he needs to establish his ground once again, like for sure, like put a very strong um, um, base for himself in the world of mixed martial arts, have a few more fights in the, in the UFC, have a big title fight potentially in the UFC. And there's been talks of him, meaning Conor McGregor, having a potential fight against the current lightweight champion, Khabib Nurmagomedov. I feel like, 
after having a few few more fights in MMA and potentially having that fight against Khabib, then it will be proper, depending on what what the outcome would be, you know, how Conor McGregor actually shines in those fights. Depending on what we get out of those fights, then we can potentially start talking about a boxing fight for Conor McGregor. But again, I wouldn't recommend that boxing fight to be against Manny Pacquiao. So guys, I don't want to be a hater and, uh, you know, just uh, burst everybody's bubbles. But um, this is my personal take on it. And I think that although it will be good publicity for Manny Pacquiao to have this fight against McGregor, I don't think having this fight overall, sports-wise, and, and um, um, uh, like boxing-wise, I don't think it will be the wisest choice for Conor McGregor. So uh, you guys can go online and have your own chats about this issue. And definitely do not forget to tag me in your tweets or whatever post you have. Please make sure to holla at me at Janon on Twitter. If you have any other opinions, I would love to hear them. Um, but personally, this is my take on it. And um, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see what will actually happen with this uh, potential fight between Manny Pacquiao and Conor McGregor. Anyway, enough of that. So guys, I, again, I really do have to talk about UFC 247, specifically about the main event of the evening, John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. So Personally, um, I'm not sure if I've said this on our show before, but because sometimes the UFC fights happen so late in the night, especially if you do watch them from an Eastern time zone, they usually happen at like 1 a.m. And trust me, by that time, there's been definitely times that I've just dosed off and uh, woken up, dosed off again, and I couldn't really pay attention to the fight. But this time around, I was fully awake and alert. I was paying full-on attention to who threw what shot and what exactly happened in the original fight. So when the fight started, um, it was pretty interesting Talking about what some of the things that took place prior to the fight, like right before the bell went off for the very first round, I feel like Dominic Reyes was very, very confident, and he has so much self-esteem and uh, in in the um, skilled skills that he possessed at the time, and he truly believed in himself that he could actually be John Jones. That's definitely the way he looked. However, John Jones coming into the fight, he looked a little bit uncertain and he he had this like anxiety look which is totally okay like uh, if i were to have an mma fight like i'll probably be super super stressed too so i don't blame john jones even you know john jones he he is a champion so you're like oh why would he ever be stressed well that's just supernatural so i don't blame him like the fact that i brought this up i'm just simply stating the facts i'm not trying to you know say anything else anyway so the fight started and dominic reyes had such a great start in the fight Dominic Reyes came out with so many accurate shots and uh, he what I really liked about Dominic Reyes' style was that he kept coming forward and uh, on a a side note I feel like there's definitely times in in all combat sports where you as the underdog are fighting a much much more well-known person and someone who's definitely like a bigger favorite than you and sometimes, even before the fight, you lose uh, you lose your confidence in yourself, and your mentality just isn't there anymore. And so, 
although you might be possessing all the necessary athletic and um, you know striking and wrestling skills for an MMA fight, you just you just don't come forward. You're so scared. You're so intimidated by your opponent, and you just don't perform as well. However, you know I I had this um, bracket on the site, but I I really do want to say that Dominic Reyes. That was not the case with Dominic Reyes, although he was the underdog indeed in this fight. But he's kept coming forward as if he was just so, so confident in himself that he was eventually going to beat John Jones. And like I was saying, in the first why he in the first round, excuse me, he performed very, very well. Kept coming forward, kept putting pressure on John Jones. Even at times when his um, strikes were being absorbed properly, John Jones, he even lost his balance and he got knocked down to the canvas. It wasn't anything too serious. I'm not going to exaggerate it, but he still was knocked down to the canvas. Anyway, so the first uh, first round passes. Personally, uh, I would give the give that round to Dominic Reyes. Second round starts. Um, Dominic Reyes, he still has pretty good conditioning. He's still charging forward. Um, and uh, the, it's it's around this time that John Jones, he kind of like. He's kind of warmed up now from the first round, and he decides to be the person who is controlling the fight, meaning that he is the one who's stepping forward. And Dominic Reyes, he's the one that... Um, I'm not to describe it because I don't want to say that he was fighting defensively because he surely wasn't because I feel like Dominic Reyes still even at round two, he was the one who was throwing the more effective shots. However... It was certainly John Jones who was stepping forward and trying to uh, trying to manipulate um, Dominic Reyes's, uh, you know, the way he was fighting. But regardless of that, I, I would still give that round to Dominic Reyes because Dominic Reyes, like I said, he was the one who whose shots were being more effective still at this point of the fight. So two rounds have passed. Still, I would give the fight to Dominic Reyes. Third round starts. Uh, Dominic Reyes is still performing really well, but you could definitely tell that he's slowing down just a little bit. And now John Jones, he's fully, you know, uh, active, and he's starting to uh, truly um, uh, form a form a appreciation for um, Dominic Reyes' strikes. He has uh, developed so much respect for him, and now he's like, okay, I definitely have to step my game up. Um, I, I've analyzed his moves enough throughout the fight. Now I have to actually step up and do something about it. So he too, meaning John Jones, he keeps pressuring Dominic Reyes. Uh, he throws a few shots. Uh, he even attempts a few takedowns. Uh, at first, his takedowns aren't successful because Dominic Reyes is still um, uh, active and he's not super exhausted as of yet. However, um, as the fight proceeds, and now I'm just going to like combine rounds three, four, and five um, and just talk about what happened overall because this was mostly the recurring theme for the remainder of the fight. So yes, like I said, Dominic Reyes, he, he was still throwing a lot of effective shots. However, he, he was showing in the way that he was fighting that he was slowing down a little bit. John Jones, though, he still he still had control uh, over the fight, meaning that he he was the one who was, um, you know, stepping towards uh, Dominic Reyes. Although, personally, again, I would argue that John Jones's strikes were not being as effective as Dominic Reyes's shots. So, again, that's my personal take on it. You can argue it however other way you want. 
But um, that was the way it was happening um, in that fight. And towards the end of the fight, and especially in um, round five, now that John Jones was attempting his takedowns once again, Dominic Reyes, he was just so exhausted because he was active from so early in the fight. He was so exhausted that, unfortunately, uh, again, again, I'm not trying to take sides here, but uh, this is the way I saw it. And uh, the way I saw the fight, I I thought Dominic Reyes was going to win the fight through at least a split decision. But okay, I'm going to be talking about that in in a few more minutes. Uh, But uh, yeah, like I was saying, so John Jones, he was throwing those takedowns and um, Dominic Reyes actually went down a few times from those takedowns. And uh, if you were judging that fight, you're like, okay, perfect. John Jones has attempted more takedowns than Dominic Reyes. Therefore, he has more control in this fight and his takedowns are actually being successful. However... Come on, guys, let's not kid ourselves. When the other person, meaning Dominic Reyes, is throwing more effective shots that are that are more in terms of like their uh, quantity and their volume, and they're actually being absorbed by John Jones, and John Jones throws like takedowns that he doesn't really do anything with them. So usually when you take down your opponent, you want to like ground and pound them or uh, start grappling with them, do jujitsu, attempt a submission or something. But all John Jones would do is to take down Dominic Reyes and that will that will be it. Although Dominic Reyes will be on the ground for like 10, 20 seconds, we'll still get back up. So uh, I feel like the problem with takedown scoring takedowns is that... Yes, you do take your opponent to the ground, but I feel like it's really important to think about what you do after you take down or take down your opponent. Excuse me. Um, can't just take them down and not do anything with them, and them getting back up. That that would, in my opinion, that would not be a successful takedown because a takedown needs to have an outcome. And I feel like in this fight, although John Jones he had successful takedowns, but I but he didn't really utilize them well and he didn't really take advantage of those takedowns with regards to what he could have done after taking down Dominic Reyes but anyway the fight finally ended after 25 minutes uh again a lot of people do argue that it was a very very close fight like I said I would do two but I the way I saw it I would have given three rounds um to Dominic Reyes and two rounds to John Jones I would give the championship rounds to John Jones and the first three rounds to Dominic Reyes. However, the judges actually gave the fight to John Jones through unanimous decision. And even one judge gave the fight to John Jones, uh, giving him four rounds, like uh, telling that John Jones won four out of five rounds in this fight. And I don't know what fight they were watching, but that surely was not the case. And you can consult many other commentators and many other people who truly watched the fight so many times and analyze it for themselves. That is certainly not what happened. Dominic Reyes certainly won three rounds. And um, there, there were times that the fight was really, really close. But overall, I feel like the fight should have gone to Dominic Reyes. And again, please do not hate on me for not saying that John Jones should have won the fight because this is not just my opinion. This is also Dana White's opinion, the president of the UFC. This is also the opinion of well-known UFC commentator Joe Rogan. So, you know, something definitely happened. And uh, the judges, I don't think, especially that one judge that gave the fight to John Jones 4-1, to I definitely do not agree with them. 
But anyway, it is what it is. Um, John Jones is still the champion, the light heavyweight champion. And uh, we're not sure if we're going to see a, a rematch between the two because Dominic Reyes truly does believe that he won this fight. But John Jones says, even in, in his um, social media, a few days after he has come out and said uh, said that he's rewatched the fight, and he and his team would give the fight fully to himself. <sighs> Which is no surprise because how could you come out and say, "Oh no, please just um, over appeal the decision and give the fight to my op- uh, opponent"? Like nobody's gonna say that, obviously. But uh, still. You know, again, I don't want to hate on John Jones too much, but uh, it, it was what it was. Again, my personal opinion was that the fight should have gone to Dominic Reyes, but lo and behold, John Jones is still the reigning light heavyweight champion. But not to hate, uh, I wish both of them all the best. Um, if John Jones has a, had, has another title shot, excuse me, a title fight, I would still give it a watch. I just want to see how he performs in upcoming fights against tougher opponents, potentially. Speaking of which... Uh, we are going to be having a light heavyweight bout actually this upcoming Saturday, like I said in the beginning. Unfortunately, we're not going to have enough time to break it down, but Corey Anderson is going to be fighting off against Jan Blokovic. And uh, depending on who wins this bout, they're like I said, they're potentially going to get a title shot against John Jones. And I feel like both of these guys are really, really tough opponents, potential tough opponents for John Jones. So uh, with regards to the future, I'm really excited to see what is up ahead for John Jones and also for Dominic Reyes as well, because both of them just perform um, really well. And uh, although I didn't really agree with the outcome, but I still enjoyed watching that fight. Anyway, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can go to, also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.